Hello, and welcome to Rogue Sons, a Star Wars podcast where my brother and I talk Star Wars events, characters, movies, games, books, and our love of Star Wars in general. I'm Thaden, my brother is Kieran, we'll be discussing some of the galaxy's scum and villainy today, but first, I just want to let you know a bit about what this episode is. This is episode zero, where we test the waters and see what works for us without any special sound effects or anything like that. In the coming episodes, we will have our own sound effects, custom sound effects at that. But for now, just please enjoy some fun discussion about Star Wars. I think that's all I need to say, and without further ado, enjoy the episode. Hello, and uh, welcome to our podcast. We're doing a demo today. We're just going to try and see what works and see what doesn't work. It's going to be me and my brother Thaden. He knows a lot about Star Wars. He probably, he's going to have a lot more knowledge than me, so I'm going to be a little bit of the moderator, and he will come up with the facts. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about some interesting things. We have some games set up. We have a couple of fun things to do. We're just going to test things out, and we'll uh, keep going with them as we see fit. The first thing that uh, we'd like to do is we're going to talk about some scum and villainy characters. So we're talking about the characters who are the underground the the devious ones <laughs> so we're going to list back some characters back and forth we'll have a little bit of conversation about each character so um i guess we'll go with first the one that i know thaden wants to talk about the most we'll probably do yes. a whole podcast on this individual I'm i could sure do, i could do a lot of podcasts on this guy so my uh, top choice favorite um scum and villainy kind of character is hondo Really, I think he's just great at being uh, everything that we all want to be. He goes from being an awesome pirate who kidnaps a Jedi, and, two Jedi, and a Sith, to being a smuggler for the Rebellion, sort of. And he also does his own thing a lot there. Comes with the, comes up with his own hilarious schemes. Gets into all sorts of shenanigans, and then uh, through one of the books, he tries to steal the Millennium Falcon like four or five times. And then uh, later on in Galaxy's Edge, the theme park at Disney, Chewie ends up leaving him with the Falcon to take care of it for a while. So he can kind of just do what he wants. So, uh, Kieran, what do you think about this Hondo guy? <laughs> <laughs> you never told me about uh, the Galaxy's Edge thing, so I'm interested to hear more about that. Yeah. I did remember like that, yeah, the first episode that he comes up in is where... He has, doesn't he, he has Count Dooku. He kidnaps Count And then Dooku he first. kidnaps Anakin and... <laughs> he kidnaps um, Count Dooku. Obi-Wan. And then Anakin, he's trying to ransom off Count Dooku to the Republic. And uh, um, the Republic sends Anakin and Obi-Wan to go kind of like deal with Hondo and get Count Dooku for them. But then he kidnaps Anakin and Obi-Wan. And then he tries to ransom them off too. And then they end up sending Jar Jar to go save him. And they... He, he kind of does it. They kind of get out on their own. But then they have this cool, like, after all of the, you know, stupid running around and stuff, they actually have a pretty cool interaction when they're all about to escape and Anakin and Obi-Wan are try- about to get on a ship and they're holding Hondo hostage and they kind of just let him live. And he's kind of, like, surprised by that and he thinks it's, like, a really honorable thing to do and he tells his men to stand down when they let him go. <laughs> so it's uh, it's very cool. It's, it's always cool funny... Character. When Hondo talks about, you know, honor and stuff like that, and you don't know how much of it he believes or not. Yeah. Because he always is like, oh, that is a great thing to do. And I go, I'm so proud of you. Very honorable. 
He says that to Ezra, I think, a few times, you know, like, oh, you're doing the right thing and whatever. Yeah. And it's funny because he says it in such a way that you don't know whether he's like actually has like an honor amongst thieves thing or if he's just totally like, oh, yes, thank you for keeping me alive and not in jail. I think he sort of has a mix of the two. He does actually believe it, I think, when he says, like, Ezra's being, like, doing a good thing and he's proud of him and that stuff. But also, he, he'll he act like that himself while it's convenient or while he feels like it. But then, you know, he might just, you know, invite the Jedi and then kidnap them <laughs> and yeah. stuff like that. He'll do that kind of thing, too, for himself. But he wouldn't like so much if other people did it. He also, he is still proud when other people do that thing, too. He's a very back-and-forth character, I find. Well, we know, like, a lot of characters... I mean, even in any show or any, you know, just fictional characters, there's a lot of characters that, you know, follow what they believe until they're backed in a corner, and then you see whether they're, you know, whether they're a coward or whether they're really a heroic character that will try to fight out of the corner or just try to take the back way out. And, you know, a lot of characters that we love are the characters that, you know, find a way to get out of it. Because I feel like it's hard to relate to a hero who can do everything and, you know, can fight their way out. Uh, you know, I, I think a lot more of us relate to the character who would be like, oh, uh, sorry there, I, uh, I disappeared. I was fighting somewhere else. But, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I think a lot of us can relate to that, you know, just, you know calling in sick at work and sort of things like that. We're, we're very honorable until we really need something for ourselves. And then sometimes, you know, maybe a little bit more selfish. Yeah. I think that's how Hondo is. He's just very open to his selfish side too. Like he'll be a good person sometimes, but like, like I mentioned, he tries to steal the millennium Falcon in one of the books a whole bunch of times. And it's just cause he wants it. <laughs> he doesn't have any other real reason. He just really likes it. And he doesn't try to stop himself from it, really. He kind of, like, goes back. He obviously doesn't steal it. But, like, he... he I don't know. He goes back and forth and, like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And when, when you said how characters, when they're backed into a corner, you kind of see, like... Sort of like you see who they really are underneath when they're doing what they need to do, what they feel like they need to do. I actually... I like who Hondo becomes when he's in that kind of situation. There's some stuff in Rebels that you haven't seen yet but he fights for like he fights for the rebellion and he does some good stuff he do, he does that through most of the show but he does it more and more as you get to the end yeah and i don't know he's like a proud warrior kind of thing at times and i like that he I doesn't like that he goes back and forth he's not actually like a coward he does stuff like that sometimes but he also will actually fight for something he believes in or he'll fight against people who he thinks are evil and stuff like that too. So he definitely like processes in his head like, okay, like what's what's the chance I could do this? And it's like, you know what, I can go with the I can go with the good guys on this one, or he uh decides that, you know, like, you know what, there's no way out of this, I better, you know, start dealing my way out of it. Yeah, he kind of makes a choice of like, hey, I'm going to actually be honorable or, hey, I'm going to try and be skeevy and try and get my way out of this situation. So let's um, let's move on. We're going with the scum here, the lowest of the low. And you don't really get any lower than Jabba the Hutt. No, you do not. <laughs> Look at him. He's a big, giant blob slug thing that just lives with a bunch of bounty hunters and slaves and that kind of thing. Here's a question that you might be able to answer for me. I don't know. But I always think, when I think of Jabba the Hutt, I think 
Well, I, I just basically think like he's a fat mob boss. Um, he's obviously a gangster and he, he's, you know, he's intimidated his way into things and he's been able to build up money, so much money that he could pay everyone to do anything. But I'm not sure how the Huts got into power. Actually, they kind of have been forever in Legends, I'm pretty sure. I think in they started on Nalhutta, which is, uh, it might be a moon or just a planet, either way. And it's basically this big swamp planet. That's why they're slugs. They're giant slugs. <laughs> and they can actually, they actually can fight back pretty well. They're pretty strong because they're so giant. And there's one of them in the current canon that actually, like, uses his physical strength pretty often. He actually has muscles, you can see. And it's really strange. But it kind of gives you, like, a little insight into how they could have been if they were trying to actually survive. And I'm pretty sure one of the other things they did was from, like, early on, they got other people to do their things for them. So they basically hired people from the get-go. So they always had someone else doing their dirty work, and they kind of just evolved to be really good at getting people to do that. And there's not too, too many huts out there, so their families are all, like, big they can all pass down something to their next generation and so on and so on. And it grows and grows for some, and some it might not, but they always end up with a lot of control over any situation they're in. They're always the leaders of a situation that they're in. That, that makes sense. That's, I mean, even if you think of, like, regular human history, you think probably a lot of the people that were successful and build up money were people that were smart enough. Like, they were ahead of the curve. They were ahead of their time. Even people today, like, I mean, I think generally there are a lot of smart people out there now, and it would be really hard to convince a lot of people to do things. But uh, the people who are way ahead of the curve and are so charismatic are able to talk people into doing things. I think a lot of times, you know, the gift of gab can make you a lot of money, uh, even in, in our own world. And then the other thing, yeah, that's funny. I didn't think of them as being strong, but I understand how that would work. I yeah. wonder if maybe because you see other huts and they're not normally as big as Jabba, like they always no. seem to be able to move. And even Generally Jabba, they're a little smaller, yeah. Or yeah. Jabba in the uh, in the extra scene that they had in in A New Hope, you know, where Han Solo steps yeah, on his CGI's, tail. The yeah, the CGI Jabba, yeah, yeah. He's he obviously he's not nearly as big then either. No, like he's yeah. obviously. When we see them, when we see him in Return of the Jedi, obviously he's. Uh, I feel like he kind of just indulged himself for a couple of years. He's, he's yeah, eaten enough slaves, <laughs> he, I guess. He, he uh, let himself go. <laughs> I don't know if he ever eats the women, but he seems like he wants to. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I, I mean, pretty sure at one point he pulls Leia up to him and like starts licking his lips. I know, giant yeah. fat lips. I think of that. Like, I, I don't know whether he's like, oh, like he's trying to be uh, uh, erotic or anything like that, or if he's just like, I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> Could be either one, or for <laughs> or him, both? it might be both. Yeah, he he's might not... be into the whole eating thing. <laughs> he's you never know. He's actually kind of like a praying mantis. He just like yeah. does it and then eats your head. Yeah, could be. I don't know. <laughs> Speculation. We'll leave that to. We'll we'll just leave that. But <laughs> could be uh, something like that. I think he he's a great character, and I think honestly, the one of the best things about Star Wars, one of the things that I don't think a lot of people think is so great about star wars or well, i guess it's underrated is that like those scenes that where you go into a cantina where you go into jabba's palace when you go into maz's palace like those scenes where you have a bunch of crazy background characters and you got salacious crumb it's just amazing but yeah i i just think i mean it's not jabba the character 
you know, it's not entirely Jabba the character, but, like, he's the one who brings all these people around him and... Sort of, like, what he does for Star Wars. And it's also, like, it's cool to see there's a big, important character who is a big, giant slug who doesn't speak English. That wouldn't happen in pretty much anything else. Yeah, obviously, when Star Wars was filmed, it was, like, its own genre at that point. I mean... Its own type of sci-fi, for sure. Yeah, you have other you have other types of of sci-fi, but nothing obviously successful as Star Wars. It was new. It wasn't gritty. It had a lot of effort put into it, and like I don't know, it was very unique and exciting. And clearly, all of us love it. Probably anyone listening to this at any point is going to be someone who loves Star Wars. So yeah, it's cool how they can do that kind of thing with like (laughs) your love of Star Wars can be from like Luke Skywalker and his heroic journey. Or a giant slug who owns a bunch of <laughs> slaves and whatever. Like, it, Star Wars can be so many things, I think, and that's partly why it's so cool to have alien characters like that. It doesn't need to just always be human characters or they don't always need to speak English. And if they don't speak English, too, it, like, it might add to the feel that you're in Star Wars, you're not just in some other sci-fi, anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like in those certain scenes, like, that's when you're really immersed into, like, oh, wait, this is not... Uh... You know, this is not any other place. This is not Lord of the Rings. This is not, you know, this is Star Wars. It definitely really pulls you into the movie, those scenes. All right, well, let's move on, and yes. uh, we'll go to another one of your picks. It is a favorite of mine. Uh, it used to be my favorite bounty hunter character before I started to love Hondo, which is somewhat recent. Uh, it's Cad Bane, and I just find him to be the best bounty hunter ever, pretty much, in my opinion. I think a lot of that is because his introduction to the Clone Wars was the the heist when he heisted the Senate building and held a bunch of people, including Padme, hostage. And that really showed how, how in control of a situation he can be because he did something that, like, nobody else has done. And then the next episodes we saw him in, the beginning of Season 2... He heisted the Jedi Temple and then stole some Jedi babies. That's what I was trying to think of. I was trying... Whenever I think of Cad Bane, like, the first thing I think of is... I always think of the one scene where they had him, like, peeking through the blinders. He, You know, he's he's in... He, I think he was scouting something. Yes. And, and yeah, It's he, in his apartment when Palpatine is contacting him, like, explaining the job. And he's kind of just, like, propped up against the side of a window with the blinds. They have, like, a it's little like sort of pan con- over, and he's peeking through, and, like, it's a perfect, like... Yeah, it, it tells you exactly who this character is. Yeah. Like, 100%. It's, yeah. And he, including, like, the dialogue in that scene, he has Palpatine asking him, well, Darth Sidious, asking him, like, hey, you want to go heist the Jedi Temple? And he's like, <laughs> well, you know, it's going to be an expensive job. But he's not, like, he's not, like, I don't know if I can do that at all. He's like... Well, are you going to, like, give me a map and stuff? Are you going to pay me? (laughs) Like, he's confident that he can do it. And then he does it. He actually succeeds. He's one of the only characters who consistently beats the Jedi. He's like, uh, he's like the Joker in uh, Christopher Nolan movies where, like, (laughs) if you're good at something, never do it for free. pretty much. That's pretty much his He wants half. (laughs) This is going to be something big. He wants the big bucks for it. And on top of that, when he gets into fights, he's very impressive. He fights Obi-Wan and Quinlan Voss at the same time. He uses all sorts of weapons. He loses one of his foot jetpack things. He uses, like, his flamethrower. He might even lose his hat at some point. 
and he escapes, and he escapes those two Jedi Masters, I believe. And, like, that's something I don't think there's really any other Jedi in the Clone Wars, at least, who could actually do that. Quinlan Voss is an interesting character I don't really know a lot about. I remember hearing about him being like, oh, I want to dive deep into this character. And then, like, it didn't take very long for me to lose interest in him, even though he's, like... If you think of him online, you think of a lot of people talk about him like the people like him. I think people, yeah, yeah he's like um, he's like a, a cult favorite character. Yeah, you that know? kind of thing. A good Jedi, he's but a good he's not. Jedi. He's not scum or villainy. It's true. He's probably the closest the Jedi. <laughs> you know what? He's probably yeah, he's <laughs> he's <laughs> might be the scummiest. Rail Abaros from. Oh, from that's the true. Books. But um, yeah. So I think that's pretty much all I need to say about Cad Bane. All right. Well, that's so. uh, that's probably good for that. We've. Talk quite a bit on yeah. about characters, so we're gonna try something different. We can do that. All right, well let's let's do that. We'll we'll go that, and then we'll talk about some other characters. Maybe we'll do another. We'll go to one of our other segments here, uh, using Star Wars memes in conversation, <laughs> yeah, uh, using good, them online, using them for arguments, and not even just memes, but like using lines from Star Gifts, Wars quotes, memes, lots of stuff. So. Just, Bringing up Star Wars in everyday conversation to make conversation a little more funny. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't tell you this that yet, but uh, earlier I was building. I'm rebuilding my Lego Ghost Ship. Awesome. So I I kind of laughed at myself because I was putting different different pieces. Like it would say, "Oh, you need a you know a red piece this long, whatever." And I'd be like, "Oh, I can't find that piece." And I'm like. I'll just use a black one, whatever. And then like, I, you know, would move on or whatever. And then I'd be like, Oh, I don't, I can't find this piece. I'll just, I'll move on to the next instructions or whatever. And so I'm thinking about it complete. And I'm thinking about it being like the wrong color in a bunch of spots. And all I can think of is Han Solo being like, I've made a lot of special modifications myself. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Just like with the Falcon, you know, he's like, oh, this piece is a big hunk of junk. It's like, oh, that's pretty good. I, I made a lot of special. Likes to brag about it. Yeah. So <laughs> I think. Though, yeah, it's kind of Frankenstein together, just like your Lego yeah, ghost sounds just like it's like my, Yeah. Well, you know, I, I keep finding pieces that are the right ones and then I replace them back in the spot where I put like a placeholder. So I, it's been pretty good so far. But let me tell you, when they're not, when you don't get all the right pieces, when you're looking for certain pieces <laughs> in a them. giant, yeah, it's so, but that was just, that was one of those times where like I, in my head, like had like a funny <laughs> Star Wars. Quote. Yeah. And that would be the perfect one to, you know, like you, you're in an argument on Facebook or on social media yeah. and you just put in my, I, another one is the one. My, my favorite is always various emperor quotes. <laughs> so it'll be like, you know, someone's like, getting mad about something and i'll just put like the from episode three when he's all like burnt to a crisp and he's like Ooh. <laughs> he does a really stupid long good there or like let the hate flow through you that's the one always, that's the it's one the best one i i love how he's been eternally <laughs> attached to the word butthurt now uh but yeah uh, and even like There's a newer plenty. one i saw a meme that said like when you're ordering at kfc <laughs> and you finally get done and they're like is that all and you're like that was the first order <laughs> i actually i work in uh, fast food and a couple times customers have said that that was just the first order and every time it's made me laugh because i keep thinking of like old emperor palpatine in a fast food drive-thru <laughs> 
And naturally, he's probably pretty grouchy and ordering wearing his old bathrobes. Ordering <laughs> for all his weird disciples that just show up <laughs> at the end. And yeah, he's just, you know, buying them Harvey's, buying them KFC, <laughs> something like that. Whatever, whatever the, the, uh, the Star Wars equivalent, I was going to say futuristic equivalent, but obviously it happened a long, long time ago, so... But yeah. yeah, whatever they have, I'm sure. Auto roasters, <laughs> that kind of thing from Batu. <laughs> they have like Kentucky Cot fried Saka's salacious cl- crumb. Um, I don't know. There's plenty of food places at uh, Batu and uh, the land at Disneyland and Disney World. They have their own restaurants that yes, are. And they have Star Wars names. Oh, and wow, there's yeah. one of them. It's the coolest thing ever. It's called Ronto Roasters. The thing that it's cooked under, it's not actually being cooked there, but yeah. it, they make it look like it. There's like a spit roasting, and there's a giant engine from a pod racer hanging from the ceiling, and it keeps like turning on as a oh, droid, yeah? as a droid like works the machine and spins. It oh around. my god! It's awesome. <laughs> I need to go there. Yeah. I, well, I think once everybody... that eventually happens, we will absolutely do a show on that. <laughs> once, yeah. Once they I can do open now. up. Yeah, we're not going anytime soon. Maybe during episode 100 we can review. <laughs> the 100th episode extravaganza. <laughs> brought to you by Ronto Roasters. <laughs> and Cookie Tugs, the cook there. He's you're, actually in, uh, really, in Maz Kanata's castle. You you're really? Oh my god. You <laughs> yes, really do I know, know everything. everything. <laughs> I know everything about that stuff. <laughs> Especially uh, Batu Black Spire Outpost. I don't even remember the funny names. Like, I remember... Cookie that... Tugs. <laughs> I guess that's pretty good. It is pretty good. What were we talking... Oh, it's just Star Wars memes. Or even when we're playing board games. Yeah. <laughs> I roll a dice and it, like, rolls like off the table. Or, yeah. And you're like... Other end. You know, you're like, what did you get? And I'm like, oh, I got a six. And you're like, no! <laughs> that's impossible! <laughs> Search your feelings, you know it to be true. Search under the table. (laughs) You will find it is true. And because we both love it so much, we do actually go through the whole line. Yes, we do. It's never like it goes back and forth. We don't take the the shortcuts. We have to do the whole thing. It is fun. That's what life's about. You have fun. Yeah, it's just it's fun to I love using I love using Star Wars memes. And there's fun to just bring it into everyday life because it's Mixing the crazy out thereness of Star Wars with just like you know being in line at KFC—that <laughs> was yeah. only the first order, that kind of thing. The other thing too is it, it like kind of lightens things up too. Like yeah. it's hard to. There are some people who are going to react really badly to you using the Emperor meme, <laughs> but like a lot of them you can use, and people are like, okay, that's funny. Yeah, I find oftentimes people oftentimes people don't respond after I use those things because I think they're kind of just like. Yeah, well, all right, whatever. Yeah, what do I got? Yeah. Yeah. The Emperor can probably answer everything. You could probably yeah. have a back and forth between the Emperors. Probably. And all. And she's just so over the <laughs> Let top. The hate flow through you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, could just. I'm afraid. He's so over the top that yeah. everything, like, everything he says is amazing. I think what we'll do, we're, we're hitting about an hour here, obviously. Uh, recording. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to podcasts about sports. I listen to podcasts about life. I listen to Buddhist podcasts. I know I definitely want to talk about the Jedi and the Zen sort yeah, I of... I think that would be a good topic because I've been more thinking about that stuff. But we're you going know. to... 
because yeah, I listen to all these different podcasts, <laughs> I get some interesting things. And uh, one thing is I, I do a lot of fantasy sports. I do fantasy football. I'm really into it. I am a champion this year. I got a big cup. But we obviously the best part about fantasy football is you do a draft. You pick players, and that's always... The, the part after that, the playing and the get collecting points and trading, is nothing compared to the draft. The draft is fun. It's always a party. Um, obviously, we're not having a party right now. I think we could do it, though, even if we have some friends on, which we would like to do, uh, have like, you know, three or four player draft. We're just going to draft random teams. And I'll, I know a lot of shows have done this, too. I, you know, they draft anything. I think I listened to a podcast once where they drafted their favorite cereals. Yeah. We're going to draft, for our first draft, we're going to draft a heist team. So we're Star gonna, Wars heist team. A Star Wars heist team. <laughs> Naturally. So we're going to draft a team for just a general heist. It's not yeah. like Heisting, anything. I don't know. It could be a bank. could be like the prison ship in The Mandalorian. could be anything like that. They all have similar kind of requirements. Yeah. So we set up like um, a template. We have the captain, the co-pilot. Captain is leader. Co-pilot is like second in command kind of guy. There's a droid, because there's got to be a droid. There's the muscle and a specialist, who would be like, you know, like a demolitions expert or a, like, I don't know, stealth kind of guy. They're a special they're, they're a specialist in something. They're really good at something. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, that's our kind of format for it. So, you want to start? I want to say, too, muscle does not have to mean, like, we're not no. having your... So it's someone who does damage. It doesn't have to be your giant Jabba the Hutt guy you were yeah, talking about earlier. Yeah. Gracchus, though. <laughs> doesn't Gra- have to be him. <laughs> I know everything. <laughs> it's funny that you knew his name because you didn't explain it earlier. So I, yeah. I got him, but nope. no. Which is, I know his name. <laughs> which is why I feel like I will lose every draft we ever play, but since you're so good. I actually had a tough time finding some for this, so you might win this. Let's see. Are you going to let me pick first then? Yes, yes. Okay. All right. So we. Captain we can, Number one. Number one draft. I'm going to pick Chewie. I'm going to put Chewie in my co-pilot spot, though. I want to pick Chewie, and I didn't know if you were going to, but that's I'm going to mark it down. That's what I'm going to pick him. I knew you were going to pick him because I know you like Chewie, so I didn't pick Chewie. <laughs> I love Chewie, but like I felt like you might end up getting stuck, and then you might go like, oh, wow, I'll pick him. Cause he, I almost did. <laughs> he could be in the specialist position or the muscle position, really. Yeah, he's pretty well-rounded. We'll he talk could, about our teams after. be a captain. We'll talk about our teams after, so we'll sure. do this, and then we'll we'll go over it, and we'll try to see if we can I'll mark mine off if why. you have mine, and then I'll go with my backups. All right, so I'm marking Chewie as my first round, first overall pick. Your co-pilot. And Which is now, second in command kind of guy. We're going to hear your pick. My first pick is going to be my captain, who is Cad Bane. Cad Specifically because captain. of the requirements we, meant, we mentioned earlier of him being really good at planning a heist. <laughs> That's true. He's able to he's able to plan things that you know he does a lot. He can get heist. around the Jedi, right? Yeah, yeah, that too. He's good at avoiding even Jedi. So, he definitely seems very smart. Yeah, he's he's put in charge of a bunch of heists by Dooku and Sidious as well. All right. But anyway, so you're next. Um, the next one I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Chopper as my droid. <laughs> I, I think it's a smart pick, and I think it's smart to pick it now, because, like, a lot of droids, there there are droids that are great. I love the droid from Solo. L3? Chopper is C110P. I know that. Okay. I, I know that because I <laughs> Cause saw it. It's chopper. on the package of my action figure. Yeah. I, I think it's in the credits. <laughs> anyways, anyways. 
So, yes. My yeah. action figure that I let my son open. <laughs> oh, rest in peace. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick Chopper. Chopper, obviously, He's I mean, the, the Rebels the Rebels are, are heisting all the time. So. That's true. They have They're, a lot of experience. That team that. could probably be the team on its own. Yeah, that's but. true, too. <laughs> I'll I'll go with that. I'll explain more later. So I got my chewy and I got my chopper. Because well, you can actually understand what he says a lot of the time. But anyways, on to my next. Who will I pick? That's my co-pilot and my droid. My specialist? I was thinking Dr. Afra. This isn't what I'm going with. She's um, a character from the comics. She does do a lot of heists and she's also really funny and her comics are fantastic. But I thought I'd think outside of the box, and I'm going with my specialist being an Ewok. Not not necessarily anyone in specific, though probably Wicket or Logray. Okay. Because Logray's got a little bit of force, and Wicket's just, you know, he's Wicket. How many Ewoks can you name? Just uh, Logray, Wicket, Tebow. That might be all. Yeah, I'm thinking of Jawa names now. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking... Okay. Yep. <laughs> what I was like, I got him. But the fact that you know any Jawa names, uh, just uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with just Wicked. Well, Let's just, just we'll write that Wicked. because I like Wicked quite a lot because he's yeah. from those old, fantastically terrible uh, Ewok movies. All right, so you got Cad Bane and Wicked. Oh my God, I <laughs> your team is gonna be like not quite anyone I even thought of. I don't quite know the team. <laughs> I don't know why I had to actually think about anything extra. <laughs> I'm going to use uh, my specialist. I'm going to use Ezra. And the Definitely. reason I'm going to use Ezra, and like I said, Rebels are obviously a great pick because they're yeah, heisting they stuff do all the have time. A lot of um, but I, I feel like Ezra is obviously a super dynamic character. Yeah. So once again, I'll, I'll explain my team uh, after. But My next one, I went with a droid from the Dr. Alpha comics, actually. Uh, he's called Triple Zero. He is Triple basically... Zero a hilariously maniacal C-3PO. He is a protocol droid, same as C-3PO, same model or whatever, except he has this, like, special Matrix thing in him, the triple zero Matrix, which makes him evil, and he wants to kill people and torture people all the time. And in his hands, he has a bunch of, like, in his fingers, he has a bunch of torture things. And he's a friggin' hilarious character, but he's also, I feel like he could... Uh, Come in handy if you needed to find out anything during <laughs> during this. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? I didn't think of. I mean, that could be an important part of a heist is to uh, you know get information. Only thing I'm someone. not sure if he can actually access terminals like R two can because yeah. I don't know if C three PO can really do that. Maybe Triple Zero has a special modification for that, but I don't remember. That's true. You never see. You never see C three three PO like really he like act. He just smashes R two on the head. And yeah, he's like, he gets just R2 read to do it, stuff you bozo. Or, yeah, that's just about it. All right, sweet. Um, this means that I can go ahead and take Dinjarin as my muscle. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's I'm gonna, a good one. I I, I went with a really re- well rounded team. Yeah, and uh, I wanted some of my guys because I don't have like. Because I don't have as much knowledge as you and, and wasn't able to like, oh, well, I'll reach back into this or I'll get this. Yeah. So I, I picked people like Chewie and, and Din so I could put them, and Ezra, so I could put them in any role. They fit and I was going to pick well my captain. Spots. My captain is the big surprise, so you'll see my surprise next, but I didn't have to because I don't think you're going to I already pick. have my captain picked as well. Yeah, so you do, and I good. don't think you'll put uh, this person as muscle or co-pilot. So. And then I can explain my team after that, which, which I can start off with my captain. 
But I picked Dinjarin. Um, I think that he'd be great as muscle. Um, he, do you remember in the heist episode how he handles all those droids? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, he tears through them. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. No, he's And he's got the Beskar armor as well. Alright, so I'm gonna I'll explain That's more a good later. Muscle. Yeah. Din Jarn is my muscle. Um, right. and that brings you to either co pilot or muscle. I'm gonna go with muscle. My pick is IG eleven. Partly because I love Taiko Waititi. <laughs> he, the guy who plays him. He's uh, hilarious. But also he saw him defending Baby Yoda. He was doing a good job. He spins around. He can, oh, yeah. He can, he can handle a fight. And he can take a hit as well. And, and he that, blows up if he gets caught. The whole, which I only just thought of. The whole scene where he where they're walking into town, or, or they're walking into... The first episode. With it's where, just where the Mandalorian. Where he's spinning his him. arms around and everything, and shooting everywhere. He does that a lot. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> he does that once on a speeder bike, and he does that once while he's just walking around. All right, so yes. Yeah, so your next pick. My pick is my captain, mm-hmm. and my captain is going to be Leia. Yeah, that's a good. So pick. my captain is Leia. Yeah, I'll, that I'll is explain a that. As well. I'll, I'll explain that right after. We'll go with your last pick, and then I will explain my, my team. So I'm actually still a little bit torn, but I think just because they're pretty similar, and I love one of them more, I was going between Lando as my co-pilot. <laughs> and uh hondo <laughs> you know what? I thought hondo would be your captain so yeah he's not good enough to plan a thing though i figured i think i'm gonna go with hondo because he can kind of adapt to stuff and he can you know he can handle himself i i, I would think L- uh, lando as well because he's good at you know same kind of adapting stuff so really it just comes down to hondo is like my favorite star wars character well if you were able to pick the both you could have called your team holando i could have <laughs> All right, so that's the that's the draft. So Thaden's team is uh, captain by Cad Bane. The co-pilot or number two is Hondo. His droid is Triple Zero, which he will explain to you if you haven't read. I mean, I don't know about this character at all. Uh, his muscle is IG Eleven, and his specialist is Wicket, which is great. <laughs> uh, Especially, I can't wait to explain all the stuff I thought about. So my team uh, going up against that. Captain by Leia, co-pilot is Chewie, uh, Chopper is my droid, Din Djarin is my muscle, and Ezra is my specialist. So I'm going to explain my team, and just to come, some points that I thought of that made them uh, my picks, and then you can do the same, and then maybe we'll see if we can convince each other who won, or, you know, we can, for something <laughs> we'll like this, for something like this, we can always put up a poll, or like, That's true. ask friends, and then come back in the next episode, <laughs> and say like, oh, but my friend said, uh, Leia, my captain, I was she's going to, pick. I think it's a good pick, because obviously, strategically, she's very She's sound. a general, yeah, she's a she's general, really good at it, yeah, she's really good, yeah, and obviously, she can be cold-hearted when she needs to, she can do, you she know, can be assertive, yeah, she can <laughs> do what she like needs to, she's like, five feet, and she convinces, like, Han Solo and Chewie and all yeah. all the Rebellion to do stuff. So, yeah, she's... Uh, so, true. I have Leia. And then also, when you think about Leia in Return of the Jedi rescuing Han, yeah. she was able to be a bounty hunter. She convinced Jabba, which would, could be really hard. I mean, Jabba doesn't she, even... Jabba has a strong enough mental fortitude that he can't be Jedi mind-tricked, right? Yeah, so, and he's been around a long time, I think. So, like... He's 
got experience. Yeah. He's, he's in the scum, scum and villainy world, so he has people haggling with him and stuff like that all the time. Yeah, so I, I just think I, she's good with a blaster, and later on she becomes a Jedi in her own right. Really. Yeah, that's like, true. She also uh, chokes out Jabba and kills him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a lot going for her. She's she had, a very good She pick. had one weapon to use, and she was able to do it. Yeah, she's a very good pick. So that's my captain. Chewie uh, would have good synergy with Leia. Obviously, they've worked together, and obviously, you know, they see a big hug between them. Yeah. I think he's, um, because he's super loyal to Han, that, like, gives him, like, a, gives him, like, an emotional strength, you know? Like, he's, like, it gives him that, like, extra boost to do things. Yeah, and he's friends with Han, not because of a life debt in New Canaan, at least, which I think is important, because it... I mean, the life debt's not it's a bad thing. It's kind of still like that. It's sort but it's of, not, but it's, it's not, not explicitly. That, it's, it's not like Han... It's not I that mean, weird... It's not that weird, like, cultural rule between yeah. Wookiees. It's, it's just like, you saved yeah. my life, I'm going to help you, and then they stay together. Yeah, like, Chewie, yeah this Han, is working Han out give, pretty good. Han gives Chewie an opportunity yeah. to leave during Solo, and Chewie comes back. So. so, and then Chewie, obviously, he is a demolition expert. Yeah. He carries the charges around with That's him. In Starkiller base, yeah. Yeah. He's a bag full of bombs. Yeah, and uh, he's a good pi- he's a good co-pilot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who doesn't love Chewie? And he works good as muscle, too. Yeah, and he, he's yeah. got quite a he, lot of muscle. He would have been the muscle, but I wanted to put him in the co-pilot spot. He could rip spot the off of Gundark. <laughs> because I didn't think you were going to pick Din, so I could put him in the muscle spot. Yeah. So. Oh, Din's good muscle as well. <laughs> I also think Din actually worked better as a muscle spot than, uh, than a co-pilot. I feel like he's really good at his job, but I I don't see him as super tactically smart. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think he is, but he, him that's and, not what I know him as. And grief, Karga were like bouncing ideas off each other when they were planning on how to save the baby. They kept bouncing stuff off each other, and then one said this, then the other was like, "Oh, we should do this," and then they was like, "Oh, how about we do this too?" And then it kept getting better and better. So he's not like immediately like a tactical genius or anything. He he like Thrawn. He seems to have some like uncertainty <laughs> like to him as well. Yeah. Yes, so... My droid is Chopper. I think Chopper is, like... I mean, he, all he does is high stuff. He's Chopper. always... He's <laughs> always spying. He's always... He changes his colors. You know, he can every single... Se- disguise Every somewhat. single secret plan in Rebels, which is, like, all the time, every third episode, they're sneaking to do something, maybe yeah. more. All right, so, I, yeah, I picked Chopper. There's not really much explanation can, on that. He can slap. <laughs> yeah, I watched that today. <laughs> he does that a lot. I have Din Djarin... Uh, I kind of explained that one already. Bit, yeah. And I have Ezra, same thing, like I said before. he's He can do a lot of different things. He's definitely experienced he's with heist. He's a force heist. user as well, which and, is yeah, it's, there's not many, many specialist. Yeah, there's not, you can't be, I couldn't have included Qui-Gon or anything like that, right? No. Like, <laughs> I think, yeah. And, and obviously Ezra, not so much weird because just he's the nature of the show Rebels. So and, and all the people you picked, they're not necessarily villains. Yeah. I, I picked Cad Bane, Triple Zero. Like, yeah, those guys true. are evil. How do they kidnap Wicket? Go, tell me. Um, actually, so after episode six, Ewoks are kind of in the world. Like, they're exposed to, you know, the rebellion and stuff. Some of them join <laughs> the rebellion, and they actually become good with technology. In the Aftermath books, there's an Ewok, I do not remember her name, but she's like the tech expert. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. So I figured possibly Wicket could do something like that. Possibly. But even if not... What's the thing that the uh, the Ewoks do in the movie that makes them win? They just screw with technology, and they like no one expects them to win. 
so they win. <laughs> There's these tiny little guys. He could, like, crawl through vent- vents. He could, like, someone would see him, and they wouldn't be like, oh, like, you know, put your hands up, drop your weapons. They'd be like, yeah. what on earth is happening? Or or they'd, or they'd say, like, oh, you go get them. Like, one stormtrooper, yeah, right? Kind of thing too. They yeah. wouldn't be like, alert the base, we're on red alert. Yeah. They'd be like, what the hell is that bear doing over there? Chief Chirpa, that's another one. Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> but, that. But too. anyways, yeah, so, like, he could uh, be... Sort of like a stealth guy in a way, like no one would expect him to be helpful. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, his unique kind of, he's not going to be using a blaster and stuff. He'd still be using a bow and he could still just like bust technology up. He could crawl through vents and that kind of thing. He could be the small little guy that they need to get into tough spaces, which often I think happens. Wicket Warwick the Specialist. Yeah, I'm going to go bottom up, I guess. Yeah, the rest list. of your team fits together, so yeah. you could... I just wanted to know, like, how is Wicket involved in this bounty hunter scum team? IG-11, I mentioned a bit earlier, you saw him defending Baby Yoda. He, like, he's spinning around, shooting all over the place, and he gets hit a bunch of times and doesn't die. But I think IG-11, if you gave him distance at least, because he's not all that fast, he could probably handle a Jedi fairly well. He'd shoot at them a lot. He might hit them. He might not kill them, but it's a Jedi, so, you know. I feel like he could handle... Like, I don't think he, he could kill a, a Jedi, well. but I feel like he could handle a bunch of Jedis as much as he could handle one. That's probably true, yeah. <laughs> like, he, I, he could keep a bunch a of them group. busy. He can kill, like, a couple people, or he could handle, like, you know, if you set off an alarm, he could stand there while guards come, and he could just shoot them. <laughs> he could, he'd do good. I shouldn't be would, making the case defense. for your team, <laughs> but I also, like, think about, him, think about him <laughs> as a distraction. Yeah. He's like... Yeah. He could be like the distraction of an army. Yep. Like if you wanted, to, like if you wanted to, if you wanted to sneak around the back of somewhere, he, you could just send him to the front, and he could take on like everything there for a while. A good segue into Triple Zero. If Triple Zero was needed to the droid, the protocol droid with the uh, murder hands and stuff like that, with the crazy murder matrix that makes him want to kill people and be awful and torture people, if he ever had to actually go do that, he loves interrogating people. He, he would want to do that. He'd probably get mad at you and try to kill you if you didn't let him. If he ever had to do that, IG-11 would be a good, like, distraction. Maybe um, Wicket could, like, help him get into the room. He could crawl through a vent and open it from the other side or something like that because Star Wars vents are big. That happens a couple times. But, yeah, so onto my co-pilot, Hondo. <laughs> He's a bit of uh, an iffy one because he could totally screw over the rest of the team and be in it for himself. <laughs> but... I think he'd um, more likely, if I say I'm hiring this team, I'd be happy to have Hondo because I think Hondo would probably get the job done and then ditch the team and like he'd be like, hey, you know <laughs> you want to give me all the money? He'd kind of do that kind of thing. I know he wouldn't I've, just abandon it. I know I've already like mentioned the Joker, but I love Chris Nolan. But same as the sense. opening scene with the Joker, right? He might screw over the whole team. Yeah, but he and then be like, yeah. I mean, it would kill them all. <laughs> But yeah. he might, he might, he wouldn't these do the guys whole thing. Die. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's kind of a good thing with Hondo, and he's very adaptable. He doesn't ever really have a plan, and he always comes out kind of on top. <laughs> plus, plus at the end of the mission, I'd love to just you know talk to him, hang out a bit. <laughs> but yeah, so onto the captain, who I think is a good captain with Hondo, is Cad Bane. There's why I'm thinking this specifically. There's an uh, four-part episode in Clone Wars where Cad Bane is in charge of doing a heist on Naboo. 
and Obi-Wan is there undercover, and he has, like, a face metamorphosis thing and a voice thing. I remember that. So you cannot tell that it's Obi-Wan. And he, Hondo, actually prepares, like, contingencies for if various people screw him over, and he, I think he plans for, what's his name? I forget the guy he's playing his name, but Obi-Wan, he, um... He plans for him to kind of, like, betray them because he doesn't totally trust him. So I think he'd be good at planning around Hondo, screwing them over. He'd probably find a way to be, like, eventually, like, once Hondo's, you know, proven useful, he'll be, like, he'll find a way to just be, like, okay, what about this? And then Hondo will, quote-unquote, betray them and then go off on his own. And then Cad Bane would be, like, all right, now to do what we're actually here for or something <laughs> like that. And yeah, I could see Hondo being smart enough not to screw over Cad Bane. Yeah. Because <laughs> Cad Bane could he's kill imposing. him. Yeah. And I don't know if Cad Bane actually would. I don't know if he'd hold a grudge so much, but he could probably convince Hondo that he would, which is all he needs to do. Yeah. I think that's about it for my teams, or my team and my uh, guys in my team. Yeah. I think that's all I need to say about him. I think we both have some good teams. Honestly, I, it's funny that my team is a good guy team and your team is an almost exclusively bad guy team, other than Wicket. I like how your team uh, has the IG-11 as a muscle, because I never thought we could have used an IG unit as a droid. But it's weird. Yeah, like no. I, When I was thinking <laughs> droid, I was thinking like, oh, okay, computer stuff, let's like get R2 into whatever. Yeah, like I was, yeah obviously I was thinking. I'm droid. Yeah, I'm called droid. <laughs> I think yours is really good. It's well-rounded, and the leadership, it leads in a much more positive way than mine does. She, like, Leia could be assertive and get them to do what they need to do, but she's not going to threaten to kill them or something like that, which Cad Bane would, and he would actually kill them if they screw him over. But yeah, no, I think both teams are good, and also, like, I really thought, I was like, ah, my captain plan will be really good. <laughs> and I don't know why I didn't think that you would use Cad Bane. I mean, I guess I didn't think of him as a captain, but we did talk about him earlier that, and how great he was. That's normally actually what he is. He normally is, like, the leader of an operation, which is why I thought of him. You know what, I think we do have some other stuff planned here, but I think that would be better for later. I think yeah, we're probably think good, we're good about for now. now. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, let's end it there. Yeah. Well, we gotta come up with a name. We gotta come up with yeah, some. Yeah, we don't things. have one of those yet. We'll get sound effects. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, let's let's end our uh, podcast there then. Yeah. All right. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If anyone did. Yeah. <laughs>